Welcome back, ladies and boys, to the Texan and Mexican podcast with your hosts, Juan and James. Ooh. Uh, how you doing today, Juan? I'm good. I'm good. And you? Great. Great. <laughs> a little tired, but it's towards the end of the week. Yeah. But otherwise, feeling pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's really nice. <laughs> but, uh, have you, do you know a guy named Gad? Uh, wow. Can't even talk. All right. That's it. Podcast over. Gad. <laughs> <laughs> End. Uh, Gad Syed. No. In his situation with Facebook? No, I do not. So I think everyone by now is aware of the big tech issues of lately. Uh, they're, I guess, the, well, how would you summarize it, one? Like the infringement on r- basic rights, like freedom of speech. Uh, I think it all started from, I know what tw- was it, Trump versus Hillary, when they were like, oh, you're manipulating the elections or media within Facebook. I don't know if you remember that big scandal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the Russia, so-called Russiagate. No, no, this was a different one. Well, that's part of it, though. Like, yeah, but this was are, specifically are we, I mean, I'm Facebook. sorry. The Russiagate's different, but, mm-hmm. you know, Russia's involved. By the way, that's nothing new, that yeah. countries meddling with our elections. And by the <laughs> way, we do it to other people, too. So right. I don't see why it's, like, surprising news to anybody. Right. But from that, it was like, oh, Facebook's allowing certain things to... You know, be shown in the yeah. In that's the right. They're picking and choosing, being uh, being accused of extreme biasism. But the Bi- first is thing, that a word biasism? But the first thing that <laughs> happened from Facebook Bias. was uh, you remember the mom's breastfeeding and Facebook was taking it down because mm. it was you know they were showing a boob, a boob, so to speak. But then not people nature. were getting mad yeah we're looking at a boob not the fact that that's part of nature yeah but everybody was getting mad because facebook was taking it down mm-hmm. so then they redid the you know um terms and condition well i guess uh filter for it mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it then they started allowing that that it just it was a snowball effect from there because yeah. people can just put like a shirt a see-through shirt and they were like is this okay or is this not okay and then if Facebook decides something, they would get backlash. And they were like, oh, mm-hmm. you're against our rights. It's a normal human thing. It's just a nipple. And then from there on, it came to where we were at at this moment. You know, hey, uh, what is, well, what can be posted and is okay for people? And then the turn came after the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. Now you're being racist. Oh, what's considered racist? Yeah. And then it then goes on. Boy, the idea of racism really got, it got twisted. Yeah. I mean, you see Kevin Hart at the Oscars. He was taken out for a post he put years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think now they're like, oh, maybe we're not supposed to allow such you know language in our platform. Mm-hmm. Twitter was saying that. But. It, <laughs> And what's like an oxymoron kind of way of looking at that? Like, okay, this is years ago. So what you people who are trying to be this establishment of what I call oppression 101, is that's just what it is Yeah. in some form, uh, is they're saying to the world that 
they don't believe that people can change for the better at all. Yeah. They don't believe that people can change. And it's like quickly becoming this big brother uh, mentality of in that. Well, like I harped on in one of the last episodes we did, this condescending talk that we get from certain politicians. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, they're breaking the laws, not following uh, lockdown protocols that day enforced on everyone else. Uh, it's It's quickly becoming like, it's like that, I guess that book, 1984, I never read it, but I get the gist of it. Like, Big Brother takes over, you, you're you're convincing people to rat on each other over shit that's not a priority, not a problem in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, securing food and water and rent should trump over what someone said offensively. Yeah. But like I said, I guess people got shit handled for the next 10 years. They don't have to worry about resources, so they got time to nitpick. But what that leads to is, like, you also have issues where apparently, like, people are posting, like, just simple things or, or they're legitimately, like, in Gad uh, Syed's uh, situation that I'm about to play a video of him talking about it, uh, what happened to him this past week with Facebook is, like, he basically called out someone who was being like talking shit about Jews to him and being anti-Semitic. And he posted it on Facebook to show people what he's dealing with. And somehow Facebook punished him like he was the villain. So, so there's been a lot of, and that's just, apparently that's just one of like a shitload of examples that's been going on for the last few years. That from what I'm, the logist I'm getting, I'm not following it, it terribly too close, yeah. but I'm I'm aware of Gad Syed's story because I watched his video he put up on his YouTube channel. But uh, I guess uh, you want to go ahead and listen to it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so it's on his YouTube channel. It's his name, Gad Syed. Uh, He's a psychologist, right? Psychologist from Concordia. Uh, College or university, I don't know. That's where it's he was Concordia, born. though. Yeah, didn't he move to he's Canada, a, right? He's Canadian Lebanese. Uh, his YouTube channel, Gad Syed, uh, G A D S A A D, is how you spell his name. And it's the one called Peak Orwell. Oh, wow, that's probably why I mentioned 1984 there. <laughs> uh, and it's titled Peak Orwell Dash. Facebook has locked me out among other injustices. And it's, I think it's a snippet from his podcast that he does called The Sad Truth. The sad it's truth. a play off his name, The Sad Truth. Uh, I mean, I might be butchering his name. I apologize. Uh, I really like this guy. He's been on Rogan's podcast uh, off and on for the last several years. Uh, he just came out with a book uh, last October, I believe, called The Parasitic Mind. Mm-hmm. How infectious ideas are killing common sense basically talking about all this you know people uh just killing common sense over their feelings being hurt yeah and 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 punishing people accordingly uh but let's go ahead and listen to his story because it's uh i thought it was just crazy so you ready yeah okay here we go turn it up on your phone 
Experian Boost raised my credit score by 12 points instantly, which is insane. So I raised uh, my score by 20. Sorry. Hi, everybody. This <laughs> Sorry, is guys. Scott Sad. Earlier this morning, I woke up and found out that I was locked out of my Facebook account for the following reason. Uh, yesterday, I received an email from uh, an individual who basically uh, had a subject heading uh, for the email that basically said, Dirty Jew. And so I shared that email as a demonstration of the nearly daily genocidal hate that I receive. Much greater hate than the typical full victimhood that people will whine about. And so I literally shared on Facebook the genocidal Jew hatred that I was receiving. Facebook locked me out for hate speech. Did, did you get that? I was the victim of genocidal hate. I shared that manifestation of genocidal hate. Facebook punished me for hate speech. Orwell could not have come up with such a reality. A few months ago, Jennifer Rubin uh, shared uh, her thoughts about burning down the Republican Party. I shared her hate and satirized it. In other words, it wasn't me who was engaging in the hate. I was mocking that someone could be so intolerant as to suggest that a whole party should be burnt down. Facebook uh, limited my, uh, you know, things that I could do on my Facebook channel for many months now. I'm not even sure if it's been lifted yet. This is the world that we live in today. Now, there is nothing I can do, right? So there's no way that I can try to communicate with someone, appeal to someone uh, where they reverse it. There is some overseer who has decided that me sharing genocidal hate targeting me is a form of hate speech, and that's it. Shut up, wear your two masks. I should mention that this is hardly the only type of insanity that I face. Many of you know I've spent a great amount of effort and time and emotional investment and blood pressure raising fighting this nonsense for the past two plus decades. I recently found out that for the fourth year in a row, I was denied a chaired professorship at my university, even though I held a chaired professorship very, very successfully for 10 years from 2008 to 2018. It's now four years that I've been denied a chair, which should have been a no-brainer. Uh, in fall alone, I had five scientific papers published and the parasitic mind. That would get most people at elite universities tenure if they had that in seven years. I had that in a few semester. Sorry, bruh, no chair for you, no explanation. I didn't get sabbatical funds, travel funds, because after eight months, it was deemed that I hadn't traveled during my sabbatical when there is a travel lockdown and therefore I don't have the right to that money. Even though I had asked, well, since we can't travel, maybe I could use that money to buy a laptop or to you know, purchase a 
printer or purchase another iPad, all of which would be used for my professional work. It took eight months for them to say, sorry, bruh, no travel funds for you, gone. And on and on and on. I could share with you countless other stories. So it comes a point where, you know, you, you, you don't know anymore what to do because every day you wake up and you fight and you keep fighting and you keep imploring others to fight. But the reality is other people have to step up and also support and also, you know, do what they can to to be heard, to to step up to the plate. You can't simply say, oh, good luck, Dr. Saad, best of luck, heartfelt, hashtag we love you. So if you truly support my work, there are many ways by which you can support me directly. Uh, I'm not going to even mention how you can do so. I think you would know how. Uh, that's it. Just wanted to vent this morning because uh, let me tell you, it's not always easy, even with my sunny disposition and even being the honey badger that I am, it can get rough. Have a good day, everybody. Cheers. And uh, <clears throat> this was uploaded two days ago. So this is like within the last week this happened to him. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this one? Like this is a, that's pretty scary, dude. Listening to the for a second time. Like we live in a world where this guy's a Jew Jewish, right? Mm -hmm. He's, people are attacking him in a genocidal threats and Facebook attacked him like he was the villain well, what's going on Juan what's <laughs> like what is this like it feels like Big Brother's slowly starting to form here huh. well not slowly but it's just it's trying to find a way to get quicker yeah over wow. everything I think I just want to know like the you know, regulations that Facebook puts up. I understand the other one, the one that he posted about uh, sharing that other girl's post about uh, burning down the Republican yeah, Party. Yeah, that one. I can see why that one was brought down in a way, but I don't get why they, you know, punish this. They punish him completely. Yeah, completely, because... Uh, I, in my way, like, I'm thinking, like, uh, if someone posted, like, uh, let's say a rapist was raping a little girl and posted a video, and he shared it saying, what the hell is this? And they he's, attack him instead of the rapist. Yeah, because he's sharing the video as well. I don't know if you see how that's a bad thing, sharing a post like that. You're, Does you're, that make sense? You're just showing people, oh, this man raped this is this what's girl. going. Ha this is what's happening in the world. Don't. Don't shy away from it. Face it if we're trying to solve these problems. Yeah, but I don't know if you get me. Like, he's sharing the video so yeah, you could see as well. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that aspect, but I don't get the, hey, I'm trying to teach you, hey, this girl is, you know, doing this, and this is wrong because of these being, reasons. And he he made fun of it. Yeah, but. It should have been clear. Like, yes, he's making fun of that. Yeah, that's what I don't get on the and part of it, like, why did he get punished for, you know, making it clear this is not the right thing to do, if that makes sense. Right. But the fact that he received genocidal hatred. Oh, yeah, that's a different one. I don't know about that holy one. Holy <laughs> shit. 
and then to shut him down like he's the problem. I guess. Like, dude, like fucking dictators do that. Like, I know I say that a lot, but that's the fucking truth, and that's the kind of world we live in. You got the democracies, and then you got, as far as I see, everything else is either, uh, you know, king and queen or dictator. Yeah. I don't know. Why would Facebook put something down like that? You think it's some fucked up uh, algorithm AI system they have? No. That wouldn't make sense either. Do you know it's not AI? The people that take that down? Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. I don't use Facebook. I mean, I still have mine, but I haven't been on there in like years. Radio Labs made a podcast about it on how Facebook does the mm-hmm. whole thing. Well, I'm talking about pictures back then. Like there's actually people behind the screen. And when someone reports the picture, a person actually sees the picture and they decide whether this All is okay. All by themselves. Or this is not. They just mm-hmm. follow a kind of grayish guideline. Book. Yeah, a mm-hmm. guideline. But they are the individuals practically the one that decides, hey, this is red flag or this is no red flag. There's yeah. people behind making the decision. And the issue is, is like a lot of these people are extremely biased for liberal and Democrat ideology. Yeah, these are like regular folks like you and me. But they're extremely biased in the political world, which is chill the fuck out. Like, this is a free society. You don't get to shut people down because they're they're Republican and you're pro Democrat. Yeah, that that is not how this works. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I guess like Facebook should be punished for that. Like, not not no fucking dumb apology from Mark Dingleberg. <laughs> and and him, his goofy little face is on the front of a webcam. That, uh, what we're trying to do is uh, bring people together. Oh, really? Shutting down a, a, a Jew who just received like Nazi-like hatred. Yeah. That's how you're bringing people together. You're full of shit, Mark. He got shut down for spreading hatred, right? That was a reason. For hate it. speech. For hate speech. He's not... He he. First of all, there's no fucking speech. He's shown what's what was sent to him. Yeah. Where's the speech, other than the letter he received through Facebook? By the way, I guess that's the hate speech. The person behind the computer thought it was him. That's the only thing I can think of, unless it's no, something behind no, it. No, that that should be obvious. The posts. I mean, he just described yeah. his posts. It's more than obvious. And if that if. You like if that was really the situation, what you just said, yeah. Then we got we got bigger problems. We got very incompetent, weak-minded individuals, individuals yeah. <laughs> uh, dictating what we could get to do and not do. That's not good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think in the person's mind who took the post down or made them, you know, cancel think, his account. I think they're biased. I think they don't like something. I, I'm not saying it's this is for sure. I think it's just a possible scenario that like like what i just said about them being most likely pro-liberal and so they're just constantly gonna like shut down anything that's opposing their views even the slightest but isn't that torture the views but what i was getting at they probably think that they probably labeled them as someone who disagrees with their views and oh. treated him accordingly is what i'm trying to get at okay uh you get what i mean like mm-hmm. that's very dangerous like you you can't have a free society that runs like that. 
like one side wants to completely shut out all other disagreements and viewpoints and become what the one party like and then you got this like atmosphere where people are ratting on each other and some of the, some a lot of the times people tattling on each other it's completely made up false accusations yeah i mean this is like this is almost north korea like like north koreans live like that they they're told to rat on each other at least two people a day or something like that. They have to rat on somebody. Well, I don't know. Like, no, it's a requirement. A requirement. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if it's at least one or it's something like that. It's a real policy for their civilians to live by. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we? What is this? What is this one? What is I want <laughs> explanation. <laughs> Juan. Explanation. Well, we'll get Mark From Zuckerberg you, on the <laughs> podcast next week. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And all I see, this is my thoughts. Like, go for it. Whatever you have, the big, you know, four. You Twitter. Mm-hmm. You have like but, Facebook mm-hmm. and all the other ones. I think which they're YouTube. testifying in front of Congress today. Twitter, uh, Facebook, and I think the third one's Amazon. Yeah, you see post. Well, from what I've seen, like, you have the pro-Trump post, and those get a little crazy, and then you have the Biden post, and those get a little crazy. Mm. But those are never taken down. Ever. Even though they talk, you know, a lot of, you know, stuff worse than that. A lot of crazy, yeah, no evidence, accusing crap Mm -hmm. from both sides, Sides. yeah. And those don't get taken down, I feel, because that brings more people into the platform yeah but at the then, end of the day they they didn't make money but then you see trump post the whole thing from washington dc and he gets blocked in every single you know like he's permanently banned which is i think is a regardless of how you feel about trump like like we don't personally like the guy he's he is who he is yeah. like like i don't hate him like i'm not surprised by how he acted no, he's a billionaire that lives in a skyscraper. Like, what what do you fucking expect? Like, like, and uh, but that was a sign of things to come to a lot of people. Like, holy shit, you can't even have a voice. You got to be scared to have an opinion on line. I think it all depends on who you are. In all honesty. Oh yeah. Well, that goes back to what I was saying. Like, like I bet there's a good number of like pro-Trump posts that have been taken down versus pro Biden not even messed with you get what I mean where the bias is coming Mm in and we all know they're all democrat bias most of social media big time most of the big tech companies Uh, what was I going to say I forgot I forgot my bad did I did I interrupt you no, I've been working on that. I'm no, sorry you didn't about that one. <laughs> no, the, for people listening, uh, uh, if you've listened to the past episodes of us getting started, uh, yeah, I didn't interrupt it one way too fucking much, and just a little too excited. <laughs> just got to discipline myself working on it. No, but I mean, Trump was this big persona which had a huge following. And I think he's more 
seen in the, under a microscope, especially on the big social medias. Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, he has a lot of power and influence Trump. over a certain amount of people. Mm-hmm. The hardcore pro, yeah, you know. But then again, but he's not the only one. Yeah, from all sides, that there's people like that on all sides. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. usually the media right. shows this the Trump side more than what they do with the Biden side. Right. And it's it goes both ways, people. Yeah, life's a two way street and when politicians try to make it a one way street and it's fucking obvious when they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh we should all be very concerned what they're really up to because they're uh, it's like Robert Green Robert Green, right? The yeah, uh, Forty Eight Laws book he wrote, like that, that would help ex- help us all understand how politicians think. Mm-hmm. Forty Eight Laws of Power, Power. yes. But uh, there's always something else in the works. Like, oh, why is he doing that? And then you look at what his interest actually is. If you pay attention to our actual actions rather than the words, you would kind of see what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. But I guess the more families you get, the more nitpicky they do. Yeah. Like, I know everybody has, like, some type of social media posts mm-hmm. in theirs that could get them fired easily. And Dude. you see this a lot on TikTok where yeah. they expose them for a racist comment. Like, a hardcore racist. I'm not talking about a little one. Like, like the like, ones that they manipulate into convincing people, like, yeah, this is racist. And it's like, it kind of looks like you're trying a little yeah. hard there to make that look racist. Mm-hmm. But, but there are, yeah. What can you do? Like, I guess at what point, like, imagine 10 years from now, what can you post and what can't you post? Right. Is everyone just going to be stuck posting pictures of their pets and that's it? Like, (laughs) until some moron somewhere writes a stupid, ignorant letter to Mark Zuckerdick and uh, says, yeah, I don't like the puppies on this one post. They look like Nazi puppies. And then but goodbye pu- pictures of puppies. Like the Amazon? Like, instead icon. of, like, going after one idiot, it's this idea that you punish everyone. Yeah. I don't... Childlike mindset. And that's the word, like... Everybody's like, oh, I love the Constitution, but the Constitution was, like, black and white back in the, you know, 1700s 17, when it yeah, was written. 1770s. But now it's... More like a gray area. Like, what can you say? What's freedom of speech? Obviously, there's like certain rules on what doesn't account as mm-hmm. freedom of speech, like yelling bomb in an airport. That's the you're gonna get arrested for that. Well, that's obviously. just yeah. I would I would just say common sense. Like, don't fucking do that. You're an asshole. Like, yeah. duh. Like to to blow that example into like a free speech problem is yeah. like weird it's weird like you have those you know free you don't have freedom of speech in its you know totality there are certain rules to it it's like yeah they keep adding to the rules as we go into the future which the word added to the rules is a disguise of slowly withering your rights that by the way a shitload of people died for for the last couple hundred years and then if you want to go farther than that, how about whole, the whole human history? How many people have died just for basic freedoms? And then we fast forward to 2021 in the United States of America, supposed to be the world leader of freedom. 
Word and up. it is quickly becoming not. It's quickly becoming like this dystopian nightmare mm-hmm. where it seems like if you're Democrat, you can't do nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. The moment you're, you claim conservatism and Republican, you are everything bad that can be said under the sun and treat it accordingly. Assumed. Yeah. And that's not a healthy society. It's like everyone needs to be able to talk and come to the table, not this, you know, like complete shutout because they're so evil and ridiculous. And when it's like, stop, like you aren't like, Oh, you don't have blood on your hands. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that's more to do with how the kids are growing up nowadays, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Cause the new generation are not being, you know, taught like we did mm-hmm. back in the day. Like, I'm pretty sure most of us at our age, you know, the early millennials, I mean, we were beat when we were younger. Like, we did something bad. It was it was known from that moment or that Did you instant. get spanked a lot? Hell yeah. Did you? Uh, yeah. I got, I got a few, but I wasn't that, I wasn't a shithead as a kid. Yeah, but the, your parents, you know, made it noticeable when you did I guess the action, it, right? Yeah. They I didn't guess wait it, like a week. Oh, remember yeah, this it's, time? Yeah, it's instant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem. I think now they're like, oh, it's okay. And then it just keeps building. They just kind of like let it slide. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll tell him something next time. Yeah. And then the kid takes it as, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong because I'm not getting punished. Rewarding I'm bad getting, behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get to what we are. And plus, look at it. Most of the kids now, they're watching TV or they're on phones and iPads and all the information they get. And it's from there. Right. And there's no feedback on I'm doing this right or this is wrong. They have to make that judgment for themselves or it's made for them mm-hmm. by the algorithm that is being presented through the software. Which is they're specifically targeting certain people so they can they're easily being manipulated mm-hmm. into believing certain things. And it's not good. Like uh like uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before on this podcast, but the the social dilemma documentary on Netflix is a must watch. They sh- you got former big time people that used to work for all these social media companies on yeah. this documentary talking about the dangers that's already in existence since when they were in the business. Yeah, and to the future is looking pretty dark because. They effectively show you how they are manipulating you through notifications. Oh, yeah. oh he hasn't been like a quick example. Uh, oh, he hasn't paid attention to our app for like two hours. Normally he's on already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here I, I got it. I'll get him with this one. Boop, 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 bing, send him a notification about nothing. Yeah, and he's <laughs> hooked. He's all of a sudden in. Boom, 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 and they're high fiving each other. This isn't a documentary, you know. Yeah. You know, and that's how they're making money is that they're robbing you of your life in order to make money. To give a quick summary yeah. of somewhat. Like, understand that you are predictable in every yes. way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You see on your phones. I mean, the phones listen to you. That's all when you're thinking of something. GPS tracking. Yeah, they listen. Oh, I'm thinking about buying X product. And all of a sudden you see an ad 
on Facebook or Instagram about that product. Yeah. They're listening. They're trying to push you to buy certain objects. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I didn't even say anything. And it just popped up. You're predictable. Obviously, there's an algorithm for this. (laughs) Happening all the time with us. We'll be talking about, we could be talking about VR headsets and then I'll go get on uh, YouTube. And then boom. And then the first ad is about VR headsets. Wasn't on my phone. Uh-uh. Obviously, they figured something out where they are listening. Yeah, for marketing reasons. <laughs> and if you're getting away with that, like, come on. That's why I like all Apple. it takes is one <laughs> evil motherfucker to get in there. Yeah, and start doing some evil shit with it. If that hasn't happened already, that's why Facebook got mad at Apple for what they did with their software up- upgrade. Is that now on the iPhones? Mm-hmm. When the software happened, it told it told you, hey, do you want uh, Facebook to listen to, you know, do you want Facebook to take control of your microphone when it wants to? And you're like, no. And oh, said, I wasn't aware of this. They were like, oh, do you want Facebook to use Bluetooth? And you're like, why would it use Bluetooth? Because it connects to other devices around you. Location. So uh-huh. And you're like, uh, and then you can put no. So now they can't tell you ads because they're not listening. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's around you. Nothing. So they lost a lot of profit from all the iOS users because they have that option to take that off. Now from the app. It's w- and That's it was sick. weird. A lot of apps use when you, stuff that you you didn't even know they used. Would you <laughs> consider that unethical? No. No? Just because... Like chiming in like that on... There was no ethics before it, if that makes sense. Oh, I get what you're saying. Well, how about like immoral? No. Yeah, I guess immoral would be. That, like, that's not good. That's A good person wouldn't think like that, right? I guess they didn't say it up front. Well, maybe they did on terms and conditions, mm-hmm. and I didn't read them. But has in, would a good person do it? No. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I mean, well, that's okay to do, but, you know them punishing you for speaking your mind it's not it's okay for so them to listen to expressing who you are yeah the whole fucking point of their fucking platform <laughs> to express yourself about your life or whatever's going on at the moment you're under a watchful eye yeah now i get it yeah we like if there's someone on there going like hey we need to you know, round up all a certain group of people and start killing them. Mm-hmm. Yes, shut that account down. And then, and then, I mean, if they're really saying shit like that, like trying to incite some kind of civil war violence type thing, some kind of mass violence on somebody, yeah, at least one person, yeah, shut them down, investigate them, uh, you know, alert police even if it's like severe, mm-hmm. like crazy, like mad talk like that, like yeah. madness wise. But, the the situation with Gad Syed, like that makes no fucking sense other than what I was saying earlier. Somebody doesn't like him who got to review his situation mm-hmm. and treated him accordingly. That's a real thing, dude. Yeah. That's weird. Did you hear about the there was a high school kid that he posted a post, he was like, Oh, tomorrow at school, like look out because I might do something that's gonna be fire. Saying like something super cool, right? Because that's the lingo nowadays with the youngins, right? The, yeah, f- that's fire. Yeah, he ended up getting sick the next day and didn't go to school. But for some odd reason, 
the school caught on fire and the alarms were going off. Oh. And the police were waiting for him at the school. The dad was like, where's your son? He was like, oh, he's been here all day. He was like, no, he hasn't. Like, he caused the fire at the school. I need you to come in with him to the school. So they went to the school and there's like police officers everywhere <laughs> waiting on him. Wait, how, how, wait, this is a true story? Yeah. And that sounds like, like not good police work. And they were like, what's this? And they, they printed out the, the post. It was like, it specified that you were doing this. What did you do it? He was like, bro, it was like something else. I forgot what he was going to do. Uh, I think it was like with shoes or something. Like he was going to show something cool. Yeah. And they were like, what? The, the fire alarm went off in a school caught on fire. This is you. He's like, I've been home all day. The janitor calls the principal. He was like, oh, something happened in the basement that set off the alarms. It was an accident mm-hmm. in my part. They didn't apologize. They just said, you're free to go. <laughs> and he was like, why? What? And they were like, I'm not saying. <laughs> and they just left. Oh, probably because they're fucking embarrassed. Yeah, I'm like, this is. Wow. That, you use that's social not media good either. at that you, point, but not for other stuff. You don't fat check I mean, your stuff. <laughs> I can see why they label him as a potential suspect, but uh-huh. but the if you're telling that story accurately, that you they they just straight up thought it was him based off a post. Yeah. That's not evidence, man. That's just a mm-hmm. post. <laughs> like I can easily hack your account one and, yeah, and make some up. terroristic threats and then, you know, they're coming after you. That's a weird, huh? And no butts are about, you know, nope, nope, that's your account. Boom, get one. There he is in the wagon. And meanwhile, I'm just in my, you know, little apartment, just, you know, smashing my hands together, doing my little evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Juan. <laughs> that's my problem with Facebook and Twitter. Like, they don't fat check any of the stuff that's being posted. I mean, either way, it's pretty much impossible to do it. Oh, there's so many posts, dude. But. Even for the big names, like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't fact check that. And you can insult the other party. Like you see this with celebrities mm-hmm. when they're either you're Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. When the other party does something stupid, you can't, you get to, you know, talk smack about it. Even though it's hateful. Well, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> like with Biden, let's say with Biden, like it's when he fell off the stairs. <laughs> Republicans yeah, I forgot were about that. Republicans were smashing on him. The stairs. Yeah. And the Democrats were all pissed off. And they're like, but the Democrats did this with Trump as well. And the Republicans were pissed off. Why yeah, is it's, it? It's the same old, same old. When I do it, it's okay. But when you don't, it's not. Right. But it's okay to post about that. You know, that's cool. Let's make fun of hateful speech In on a, the other side. <laughs> and then apparently the White House came out and said that it was. The, he was the, okay. Well, no, they said the, the stairs were tricky or something. Like they came out with some weird excuse. <laughs> yeah, did they? Yeah, the it was that the wind was hard too. That's why I told you the first. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, a healthy man doesn't get knocked down by that. That wind wasn't that gnarly, dude. <laughs> no, like the two Marines standing guard at the foot of the stairs, standing straight up. Those are men, James. Well, Young men. Well, healthy men. <laughs> He ran up the stairs. He ran up the stairs. And I don't know why he tried to run up those stairs. That was his slogan when he was in campaign. Oh, he actually had a slogan. I don't know because I felt like he was always missing in action during his campaign. But yeah. 
That was his slogan. <laughs> he was like, oh, you, you'll you always see me running because there's a lot to do. Something like that. So oh, my God. That's why he ran up the stairs. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, run up the stairs, Biden. That just proves us so much. <laughs> Thanks. It's weird. I'm pretty sure we were joked to the whole, you know, world at this point. Yeah, but again, with the whole <laughs> world looking at us like we're a joke, they're all fucked up, too. So... Hey, welcome to the party. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we're all in this together we're called all, Earth. Well, that's the thing. Like, the whole world wasn't uh, boasting on their power. The U.S. was. Well, because it's we're the, you know the superpower, and then and then you got ego maniacs and power. <laughs> <Dude. that. laughs> this happened. Yeah, it's like uh, what was it on Iron Man two? It was like uh, when he told Iron Man. After he beat him up in that the fast villain? car race, yeah, yeah, he was like, "When you make a god bleed, they cease to believe in him." And that's what's happening to the superpower, the, us, US. the U.S. Yeah, and you're like, "When look what's happening inside, we're bleeding." Now people are gonna think we're a joke, and it's self-inflicted bleeding. Like yeah, this which isn't is bad caused by. Russia or China, and believe me, China is trying. They're fucking hardest they're through close. cyber warfare. <laughs> uh, yeah, China China loves what's going on in, in oh, the U.S. Yeah. Like I was telling, joking to Nate, like, you know, this is so sad. We're over here bickering about nothing, prioritizing um, problems that aren't real big problems versus, like, actual life and death problems or, yeah. you know, resources, <laughs> energy, so forth. Meanwhile, in China, you know, you know what's progressive about them. Oh, that, I, I remember my joke. I went the U.S. Navy. I don't know if you know this. Re- mm-hmm. Just released five books they recommended for U.S. Navy personnel to read. Yeah. Guess what? All five of them are about. Yes, I don't know. Mental. Not hurting people's feelings. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Every single one of them is a, a different category of the same like this, like this pussy culture. I call mm-hmm. it. Uh. Of just like, oh, can I say... One was actually titled, can I say that at work? Or something like that. This is the Navy. Okay? They have... They have run-ins with Russian Navy and Chinese Navy. Like, scary run-ins all the time. Our Navy is constantly being tested by Mm -hmm. our enemies. Okay? Just get on YouTube. You can watch videos all day. Uh, You just don't hear about it. No, and, that's um, sad though. It is, and meanwhile, so this is what we're doing over here. The U.S. Navy is doing that, issuing these books of not hurting people's feelings. And meanwhile, you know what China's doing progressively? Yeah. Uh, they're tying up uh, dummies that look like Americans up to post so their soldiers can practice bayoneting them. <laughs> okay, that was kind of my joke to him. I, I butchered the shit of it, but that's <laughs> what China's doing. That's progressive to China. Yeah, learning how to defeat America. Meanwhile, we're over here just you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. I don't like. There's remember, not a lot of thinking going on. Critical thinking. It's this no. knee jerk reaction. It seems like and this crybaby shit. Like all this shit we were taught growing up as kids how to be a good adult just all got thrown out the window last couple of years. Last generation. And like you said, everyone's being rewarded for being what I call professional victims. And, you know, you got people who 
are literally just being victims on purpose, like like professional victims being out loud about it, and and then they're being rewarded with multi million dollar contracts mm-hmm. with certain networks, and it's like you got to be kidding me. So I, if I just go around just being the biggest victim in the country, I'll become a millionaire. <laughs> That's weird. And to think That's like... That's not good, man. Remember back in, you know, when we entered World War II when uh, Japan, you know, did Pearl Harbor. Bomb Paul, did Pearl Harbor. <laughs> was like a porno. Did to the Japan <laughs> does well, Pearl they, Harbor. They destroyed it. Volume one. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh. Didn't Japan say like, "Oh, I'm afraid we awaken a giant or no, a the monster"? General, the general leading the attack says, "I'm afraid all we have done is awaken a sleeping giant." giant. That was the respect people had. Mutual with the respect among military commanders. Not no more. Well, it's probably there. Not it's even just, then. I'm pretty sure the Japanese people thought the same thing. You know, like, why? Why did you poke? You know, the bear mm-hmm. when he's going to attack back? You, you poked that giant. What are they going to say now? Oh, we're going to say something offensive t- well, to Biden, and they're going <laughs> to whine about it. Well, back then, that Japan was imperial Japan, and their viewpoint was, you're not Japanese, you're subhuman. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about, like, but, China. What would China do right now? Oh, like, right now, yeah. But that's weird. Uh, China would be like, no, well, we'll just steal their drone technology. That's what we're doing. They're going to hurt it's our feelings. It's literally what they're doing. <laughs> They're going to hurt our feelings, James. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. And that's when we lose the war. <laughs> and um, I think they found something was on the news not to just what last week or so. Something about China. They found evidence that China was manipulating something over here in this country. I think it was the elections. I thought it was Russia. It, no, no, this is they're talking about China. Oh, yeah. Russia. That's nothing new. <laughs> but they were saying, yeah, China went hardcore on the election. Yeah, uh, I don't know. manipulating people's uh, ability to find actual info about like Trump's campaign or Joe Biden's campaign. Yeah, like uh-uh. I don't. They they said there wasn't like it didn't seem like the way they did it was uh like they were trying to make sure Trump won or Biden won. They were just like fucking with every people voters in, in general. Is what it came off as. Now take take what I said with a grain of salt. I didn't finish reading the article. I was in the middle of taking a shit at work, and I had to go back to work. You should have taken a longer <laughs> one, James. Be prepared. No, dude, like, <laughs> no, my leg falls asleep way too fast. I, dude, I swear within eight minutes of sitting on the... First of all, those toilets are way too fucking tall, man. Like, Too tall? Dude, yes. I'm six foot two, and like my feet like perfectly touch the ground. I, th- I feel... Well, you know you're supposed to squat to shit. That's the healthy way to yeah. shit. But anyways... <laughs> Just <Yeah>. randomly. <laughs> yeah. Be on another podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll talk about shit stories. That's but why the Japanese have their toilets on the floor. My leg falls asleep hard, dude. Like <laughs> I get out of there, and I'm literally dragging my right foot. Like I'm like, oh my god! And it happens within minutes. Like so, I'm always hoping it's a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. Oh, I think Russia has you know more reasons to attack. Not reasons. China does. I know China. China, obviously, I think China's waiting a few years, but Russia's like tempting us. Like you were saying earlier mm-hmm. with the Panama Canal. Now there's oh, two yeah. ships there. Yeah, for people who don't know, I didn't know this until 
yesterday morning, uh, there's a ship that somehow went completely sideways in the Panama Canal, like right on the uh, east side, right, like right before it goes back out in the ocean on the east side of the Panama Canal. Just somehow perfectly turned sideways, and it's blocking it, and it's been about, what, two days? Is it day three today? No, today's day two still. Day two? What's it? Yeah, I said it got stuck Tuesday. Oh, okay, so today's day three. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, today's Thursday one. Oh. <laughs> it's been two days ago. Yeah, so. Two. <laughs> but what's interesting about this event is, like, that ship, is just real close from exiting the Panama Canal. Well, at the end, exit point of the Panama Canal over there is, for some reason, there's two Russian Navy ships mm-hmm. chilling there. That's To me, in my opinion, one, obviously, that's not a coincidence. I think there's some kind of weird sabotage mission going on there or something. Because, dude, that shit happens all the time. Yeah. But what was your take on it? Like, just a careless mistake? I mean, from the ship's part? Wait, from who? Russia or the ship? The whole thing. Oh. Fuck it. I mean, from Give the ship's part, cents. maybe it was an accident. You know, maybe the wind was blowing too hard. I don't know. I don't know how to drive those shenanigans. Well, that's what they said in the article. <laughs> the The guy, like, did something wrong and he caused it. Yeah. Or whatever, somehow. But as in the, the Russia, I didn't know the about ship. the Russia thing. Mm-hmm. But I think they're, from what I read, they're mocking, you know, the Panama Canal, because I know Putin, Putin, oh Putin, uh, has a different canal that he wants, you know, people to start using, which is what that he's building. I forgot the name of it. Oh, he's building one, or he built one, something like that. that really, that he wants people to start using because it's better than what the Panama Canal is. Do you know where this is? Ah, uh, I mean, I can look it up. Ooh. But like I was oh. reading it, but it was a quick read. Uh, doo, 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 doo. Oh, here we go. Russia has invested heavily in the development of a northern sea route that allows ships to cut the journey to Asia ports by 15 days compared to the conventional route through the Suez Canal. Yeah, which is Africa. As the route becomes increasingly free of ice, Moscow is planning to use it to export oil, gas, and overseas markets. So he, he obviously Russia has invested, you know, on this under other route, and I think they're mocking. The you think US. that's what that is? It's like a stance, like what is this shit? Yeah, from what I'm reading, but it could be something else. They, I don't know. I feel like that's my I, opinion. I've James. been going out, yeah, and I'm right. No, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> you may be. No, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I just feel like the ships being there. Oh yeah, first of all, their capabilities—they gotta—they can easily have sabotage like their version of Navy SEAL teams on there mm-hmm. doing some missions down there. And I just feel like maybe they have something to do with that ship somehow getting clogged. Yeah, it makes sense because in throughout history, opponents do that to their enemies. Like people do that to their enemies. They, they false make a false image on their enemies then convince others to believe you know pretty much tarnish their reputation Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know which is a lot of ways uh, people found effective ways of doing it when did the ships get there though was it tuesday i don't don't know don't ask me that (laughs) (laughs) freaking james (sighs) panama canal expert over here way to go 
uh, I don't know, but no. <laughs> they said this, all the ships are backed up behind it and they're like stuck in the lake reservoir thing. But yeah, another thing that I read was like mm-hmm. two days wasn't a big deal or three. Just that it's not gonna impact the world, you know, greatly, greatly. But if Unless, it took a week yes. or more, then there's gonna be a lot of problems if that were to happen. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how long it takes to yeah. solve this problem. Keep an eye on this Panama Canal issue because it's it, crazy. It could turn into something like yeah. what you said, like a week. Easily going day three right now. Mm-hmm. Unless you know we haven't looked at looked at it in the last hour. Or so watch it. We're talking about it and they got yeah. it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking like jackasses. But no, like us pointing out the Russia <laughs> thing. That's a concern. Mm-hmm. The game of empire doesn't stop. Like <laughs> someone, there's always someone to fight, and that's just what it, it is. What it is. That's so weird. Yeah, I wonder what goes into their heads, especially uh, Putin. Putin. <laughs> yeah, I love how he just like tries to put on a front that Russia is democratic somehow. And it's just like obviously not. You went from president to. Uh, What's the other position he holds all the time? Chancellor or whatever? Not chancellor. uh, Prime minister? Yeah, I think it was prime minister. Something like that. He, like, goes back and forth for, like, the last 15... Ever since George Bush Jr. was in office, he was president, and then all of a sudden he was prime prime minister. And then when the Russian... They had a Russian president, he he could clearly tell he was a puppet. Like, he Mm -hmm. didn't have a voice at all. Like, he was just (laughs) there walking around in a suit. And... Clearly, Putin is the leader. Like, and by the way, huge fan of Joseph Stalin. By the way, Putin is not me. <laughs> Putin, Vladimir Putin, says highly things about Joseph Stalin all the time. Well, that's his that's man. disturbing. Yeah. Well, that's he weird. he apparently believes in bringing back the communist Soviet Union mm-hmm. the way it was, but better. Better. Ooh. Apparently that's what he believes in. Putin was like real good friends with George Washington too. Washington? Boy. I mean George Washington. Wow. <laughs> was he? Is he that old? Hey, Is he a yeah. vampire? Uh-huh, but you've never known that. My secret's out, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, George Bush, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Like if you see videos of them, they're like happy together. They're Having a good time. Yeah, well, I, well, I remember that in high school because I was in high school during that time, and uh, uh, yeah, anytime you saw him meet with Putin, they seemed like they were actually having a conversation. Versus like when Obama took Obama over, Obama went and met Putin. Dude, you can s- clearly see the disrespect Putin displays towards Obama. Mm-hmm. Obama's doing like this, you know, a sleeve, his little business sleeves rolled up. He's getting down to business and you can tell, you can look at Putin listening to him and he's just going, this fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like you can see it in his face, dude. And it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I like how, uh, uh, Biden calls him a killer oh, yeah. on one of his latest interviews. He did listen. Yeah, he is. He is what he is, but to say that in a in a diplomatic manner, you're starting war. You are starting shit that doesn't need to be start. Mm-hmm. First of all, because his response to that, first of all, Russian media jumped all over it. Of course they would. Why wouldn't yeah. it? Uh, 
um, when you say something about a country's leader, that especially chances are like that whole that. country is going to back them up mm-hmm. because that's their country. Just like we would with whether you like Biden or not, if someone if a foreign country starts talking shit to a Biden, he's they're basically talking shit to America in general. Mm-hmm. It's how we have to look at it. it. That's my opinion on it. But I also think it's true. But when he called Biden a killer, wait, what? Huh? What you say? Joe uh, Joe Biden? Okay. Called. I mean, he called Putin. There you go. Did I say he called Joe Biden? Anyways, (laughs) Joe Biden called Putin a killer in a fucking interview, and guess what? He responds like a day later or something like that. Within the same week, Putin personally responds to him and challenged him to an open talk in front of people. You know what that says to me? Putin already knows his health situation. His weakness. His weakness. He can't talk. Putin's not fucking a fucking idiot. The dude's dude's a beast, and you got to respect a worthy adversary if you have a chance of contending with it. Yeah. That's can't, a weird... Can't approach that guy <laughs> acting like you're... Well, my moral values are superior, so therefore I'm superior, and then he snaps your neck because turns out he's a fucking black belt in judo. So yeah. <laughs> understand who you're dealing with. I don't know. Like, if I was in power, like with Biden, uh, like with Biden, like in Biden's shoes, like if they told me, "Oh, what do you think of Russia?" I'll just be like, "Hey, uh, 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 uh the thing." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, Putin is the leader, and he's doing a great job on what he's doing. I mean, he's been in power for so many years. Until I get to meet the guy, I don't know what. Well, remember said. Trump said something along those lines, and he immediately got accused of being in bed with him. <laughs> Like, like holy shit. No, it. Trump has the right idea. I'm sorry if you disagree with him. There's a lot of things I disagree with him. There's some things that he did right. The way he approached Russia is how you get a fucking dialogue going. Not having a dialogue with Russia is how we go to World War Three potentially. You gotta respect And they are a formidable army. They are considered number two military force in the world. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. To think like, oh, I'm just going to start this talking one, smack. <laughs> yeah, this one-sided fucking venture I did that this country is developing right now, ours, yeah. it's dangerous, dude. Like, you don't, you're not open-minded at all. Like, and you're, and you're, you're disguising it as you are the ultimate open-minders. And then you're obviously not. Yeah. You can always learn something from other people. That's how you do learn. If you... That's that's it. You just don't talk smack. Go see what's going on. Didn't give we your. We need to have dialogue thing. to prevent <laughs> war because that is a very possibility. Yeah. They they dude. They would love nothing more than to see United States crumble from within, and then what would happen is they would slowly but surely challenge the U.S. Navy, push slowly but surely, make it where the U.S. Navy can't easily patrol areas that it once roamed freely and mm-hmm. to protect trade routes and all that. Like, if we're weak from within, then that extends externally, and then we'll slowly implode. That's what's happening. Or very quickly. <laughs> it seems pretty quick. Yeah. Do you agree or disagree? Or? No, yeah. You always got to be strategic with your mm-hmm. with your plan. And right now, the U.S. is crumbling by itself from what, within. 
You see the with two its parties. own dipshit policies and, and obviously criminal politicians who are just somehow still in office. It, it just it, yeah. that's the part that disturbs me the most is how blatant, obvious, and in front of our faces they're doing it, and then all they do is just go. You know, like Nancy Pelosi, you know, telling everybody to respect the lockdown rules. But meanwhile, she goes and gets a fucking haircut at a parlor, that a uh, hair salon that's supposed to be shut down due to lockdown measures. And then she comes out and pretends to apologize and turns it into I'm a victim. And she's somehow still in office. You were giving hateful speech towards her, James. Huh? You were being hateful uh, towards her. Damn. That's what How gets can you in I trouble. reword that <laughs> with third lingo? You know, people want to see how ridiculous this like is becoming. Like, watch George Carlin's um, stand-up he did in 1990 or 91 of him talking about uh, the language being used to cover up life in the word. Like mm-hmm. his example, one of his examples was like uh, the term shell shock. From World War One, mm-hmm. describing the PTSD that soldiers were getting from World War One, shell shock, and he's what he taught was that two syllables or whatever. I think so. Yeah. Anyways, he's like, it's shell shock. You <laughs> feel it. You say you feel it just saying it, like it's a severe problem. Mm-hmm. To nowadays, it's this. It, it slowly over time it becomes longer words, more words to describe the same thing to cover up life itself. It's about it's probably like a seven ten minute clip on YouTube. You can find it on there. He's uh, like he looks like he's wearing sweatpants. If you see him, <laughs> if that's what he looks like, he's wearing. Uh, I'm pretty sure he found the right video, but. Okay. Uh, Dude, it's it, he nails it, and this is in the nineteen ninety ninety one. Like he's dude, that dude was just ahead of his time. He saw what was happening then and what was mm-hmm. turning into now. This soft words used to cover up the harsh realities of life. Yes, not good. Soft people do not make a better world. Yes, they do, James. Oh, give me an example. <laughs> give me examples. I can't give it. Uh, I was going to be like, go look at Adam and Eve. Give me time to Mr. think Devil's of a advocate. joke. Nah, yeah. I, can't, I can't come up with anything yeah. for that. Write your shit out first, <laughs> mister. Don't come, don't come up in here unprepared. I'm trying. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Oh, as a nation, you can't be soft. As an individual, I could care less. As <laughs> <laughs> long as you're not talking about yourself, yeah. right? Okay. Like, even as an individual, yeah. man, if you go through life soft, that's you, right. you know how much shit you're putting up with for no reason because you don't stand up for yourself or you, you convince yourself of, you give yourself some dumbass excuse to well, that's be okay your problem, to be James. a victim. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's not good, man. Like, you got to toughen up because there's so much people with different backgrounds that are going to be a lot more dark. And guess what? They come around the corner sometimes and you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. That's the problem, though. Like, 
we have like well i don't consider my life hard from growing up and that's coming like oh born in mexico didn't have money came over here didn't know language you know i had to do everything for my parents because i knew english and they didn't Mm -hmm. so i'm over there reading contracts making the big decisions (laughs) practically wow like i don't think i had a hard life since you know my dad was winning what three dollars an hour when we got here had three jobs my mom had two for me that was a normal life but then i see other people coming oh i've i've had a hard life and i was like how like thinking of something meanwhile they're wearing they're wearing two hundred dollar pair of nikes they're wearing a hundred dollar pair of pants and expensive shirt they got the latest apple watch they got the latest fucking phone Uh uh-huh oh you're oppressed i was like damn I was like, I thought I had an easy life because I've seen people have a hard nothing, life. Yeah. Like come from nothing, you know, beat up, been in the hospital. They're I see my parents literally life. going through the garbage for food yeah. and they're actually trying to do something with themselves. They're not mm-hmm. like homeless by choice. Yeah. They're pushing yeah. to be better. And I'm like, how the, how do you have a hard life? Like compared to me, you had an easy life and I had a miserable life the way you're talking. And, and compared to you, had opportunities since the day they were born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, like I was illegal for so long. I couldn't, you know, apply for scholarships, nothing. Mm-hmm. And you could. But I still consider myself, you know, lucky to have the opportunity to even go to school. Like I didn't have a hard life. Like I just made it the best I could. Not really. I could have done better. But that's for another point. <laughs> 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 but you're over here complaining about nothing. In my eyes. I think what it is, is a lot of these people are looking for handouts. I know. They just don't want to say it. That's so weird. They just don't want to say it. It goes back to what I was saying. This professional victimhood has rewarded certain people with million dollar contracts with certain networks. So it's like, that. that's your version of changing society for the positive is you yourself... Got a multi-million dollar contract, and now what? And you're bragging about it. Yeah. Like, now you're a celebrity? Mm, That's weird. But it's being rewarded still, though, Mm -hmm. in the company level. I'm reading this book, uh, Mindset, by Dr. Carol something. Mm -hmm. And she says, you have this generation that get rewarded for participating. And we see this in school. You participate, you get a medal. Yeah. And they were like, and this is going into the corporate world because before people would get yearly bonuses. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing monthly bonuses just to reward the employees uh-huh. so they could keep, you know, working because that's what they've been taught in school. You participate, you get a reward. That's why now instead of doing yearly bonuses, they do monthly, sometimes weekly bonuses so they can feel rewarded doing what they're supposed to be doing in the first place yes and that's and they're like this is not something you want in your corporate world it's something you gotta kick out since the beginning and he she calls it a fixed mindset when you get rewarded and you gotta put it into a growth mindset where you gotta grow to be you know wherever you want to be right and that's like and this was written in 2014 this book Oh, wow. Or 2016. One of those two. I think it was right, revised right in 2016. In the, right in the middle of all the horse shit rising up. But I was like, okay. I could see. I, I didn't know the yearly bonuses. 
and some companies doing weekly now just to reward the new generation. So people aren't offended. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Well, that's what the, that's she's basically started, talking about. Yeah. Well, I don't know about offended, but oh, why did they start giving rewards for just participating? It's I think it started in the nineties too, because uh, Bill oh. Maher just did. No, it's been around, dude. It wasn't when I was going in school. Well, even the schools I I was in, it wasn't a thing. But like that that was a thing in other parts of this country. Oh. The participation awards, not Texas though, because Bill Maher <laughs> talked about it on his one of his latest uh, clips on YouTube. He uploaded mm-hmm. from his show, like uh, the participation trophy thing, like that has created a, ba- a a very bad country. Is basically what he's saying. It's like a seven minute clip. I'm not gonna attempt to butcher it. Just <laughs> just go watch it because it's worth watching because he nails the shit out of it. Like. Whatever this woke shit and this cancel culture shit, this like what happened to people just being tough, like toughen up, man. Like, no, like you don't like like for if you don't if you hate our podcast, which I'm not gonna be surprised if most people do. Like I in this day and age, but or you know just this this way my stupid mind works right now. But like, yeah, you don't like us. Holy shit, guess what? There's thousands and thousands of other podcasts to listen to and focus on. We go, need listeners, James. Go over there. <laughs> go over there. Like, don't fucking like, I don't like what Juan and James said. Uh, how can I figure out how to falsely accuse them of racism and then uh, get them to sh- get shut down and, you know, this horse shit. Like, also, like what? Yeah. And it's like, won't you fucking go somewhere where you're happy? You, this how you're displaying how stupid you are. You are literally choosing your own free time on something that's pissing you off. And you're doing that to yourself at a certain point. Okay? It's our fault, James. In today's society, it's our fault. It's like that fucking Stone Sour song. If you were offended, you needed it. No. I've never heard of a song. There's not, there's not, there shouldn't be this atmosphere of, uh, you, I'd have the right to not be offended. No, that's not a thing, man. Like, Jordan Peterson talks about the dangers of that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not fucking good, dude. Like, cause, cause it goes back to what I was saying. It, It, that leads to you, my ideology rules the day over everyone. And I will treat everyone accordingly. And that's why you're seeing some of these weird-ass news anchors and shit. Like, uh... Um... Like, you got, like, people like Rachel Maddow, like, clearly, clearly is a corrupt, biased turd. By the way, CIA declassified documents not too long ago. Jimmy Dore brought this up on his show. Uh, Jimmy Dore show on YouTube. That declassified documents showing that they linked up with, by name, Rachel Maddow was one of them, and several others news anchors back when, what was it, 2013 when the Syrian civil war started, and remember Obama was trying to beat the war drums, trying to convince us to go to war in Syria, and the whole country just flipped them the finger and said, shut the fuck up, basically, and then he dropped it. Well, at the same time, the CIA was working together with Rachel Maddow and others like her 
to sell the war in Syria, to purposely sell a war in Syria. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's who Rachel Maddow is. Is that someone who's pro-America? Would you say that's pro-American? Pro-freedom? She worked with CIA to falsely get you to go to war, to send your children to war, while she gets to sit in her fucking crazy-ass multi-million dollar contract running her fucking mouth and never getting in trouble for the shit she says. Yeah. That's... It's a bad, bad situation. I mean, How do you feel about that? Did you know yeah. about that? Joke's on her. I don't have children, so. No, I'm, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to, so have fun with your wars. Yeah. No, it's it. What's pretty crazy, we talked about it on the other podcast, how, you know, the media manipulates in order to get. It's the ultimate the propaganda action, machine. The action required to do their will at hand mm-hmm. but you know it's sorry. from within i'm having trouble hearing you oh, sorry. what the hell was that i don't know was it, your watch just did that yeah not apple watch mm-hmm. see they're listening well she's always listening your phone's always listening no yeah but that was scary yeah, it phone? talked. It talked. Well, Alexis always listening. Yeah, over that, there. that's true. It, it talked the other week, didn't it? Well, you know why we're doing this. They're always listening, right? Because well, you have to say either "Hey Siri" or, you know, her name over there. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut off from your point again. <laughs> <laughs> Take your shots. No, you didn't interrupt. Drinking game. No, but yeah, the media's one way to. It's the only way the government manipulates you. And it's very effective. To where, you know. This day and age, it's very effective. Oh, yeah. Bro, there's people out here studying how to get you to buy certain stuff, to follow certain stuff. These Mm -hmm. people are experts. Mm -hmm. You have no chance against these people. You don't even know what you're looking at the TV. It's like everything that's in the commercial or on the Fox News has been clearly thought out and put precisely in a spot mm-hmm. to get you to follow their agenda. And I feel like these companies in the business of capturing your attention obviously do little steady groups of their own that you're probably never going to hear about. It's mm-hmm. probably top secret shit where they're they're literally trying to figure out how to manipulate you. That's their business. Again, that documentary Social Dilemma goes over it very well. They're, that's their business. Rob your life through manipulation. Mm-hmm. Get you to pay attention to shit that's probably not even true. Yeah. No one fat checks. Fake news, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's a real thing. No, it's not. It's not? It's uh, not. Damn, I'm wrong God again. Damn. Freedom of speech, James. Oh. Is it fake if it's your speech? I I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> they should have that on the Constitution or Bill of Rights, whatever. Freedom of speech has to be truthfully. It has to transition into the digital world as well. Yeah. It has to be truth, not fake news, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> not fake propaganda. And that's so weird. And you see this with, we were talking about it just before, how with uh, Biden, with the immigrants... 
Oh yeah, you were wanting to bring the, this up uh, last week. Uh, the, the border situation. The kids. Yeah. So they what's were going on over here? Oh, well, by the looks of it, I didn't know mm-hmm. until our manager told us. He was like, "I'm I'm upset that." Remember when Abbott lifted up the COVID, the COVID, the, the mask, mask requirement and the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Well, our manager was getting upset because they were bringing people, the the people that were coming over were not getting COVID tested. And oh, that was going to increase right. the thing. And I'm like, I'm, I, no, what were you going to say? I, well, just to add to that real quick, uh-huh. I saw a senator call that out. Like, how on earth are you, you you're not testing them and you're cramming, 3,000 plus of them into a convention center. Yeah. With no problems. And you're, they're, they were trying to do it incognito too, like like no one's supposed to know. Yeah. But hypocrisy at its finest. I was confused because I was like, why would they test people crossing over and then sending him back and sending the immigrants back? I was like, I don't get it. I didn't know they were keeping the young kids here. Mm hmm. I didn't know that part until he yeah. explained it to me. And he was like, no, they're keeping the kids here. And then they're going to move them to the convention center in Dallas, which is close to where we're at. But they're not getting tested. And I was like, oh, like now it makes sense. You have, you know, 3,000 kids mm-hmm. being brought over. But the problem was the parents would just leave their kids at the border and push them over. And then they would take him in. So it wasn't, they didn't even have to cross. They just had kind of like pushed him over. And they were like, okay, now you're in. You're good. Like, what? What? Excuse me? What? What would just happen? Like, you're just taking everybody in? Like, I'm a bit lost here. Like, I don't find that, you know, to be correct. Because now you can have a whole bunch of people, you know, 100,000 kids just, oh, they're over here on this side. With we pot- have to take them with in. With potential infectious disease. Not just yeah. COVID, but disease in general. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about just, like, Mexicans. We're talking about, you know, Panama, Salvador, all these other countries. All the Americas. Panama. Yeah, yeah. I said Panama already. But Costa Rica. All these people are just Well, you got to name the other ones. Over. Don't leave anyone out. <laughs> well, we might get shut down for leaving some of these countries let me, out. So, let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Uh, Puerto Rico don't count, okay? Paraguay. Uh, you already said Colombia, right? No. Venezuela. Um, Honduras, uh, Costa Rica. You said that one, Puerto yeah. No, Puerto, Puerto Rico don't count. <laughs> <Come on. Caribbean. laughs> yeah, that's part of your guess. territory. <laughs> good guess, but uh, yeah. But people don't understand that. It's, I'm not just talking about Mexicans. It's all the Latin American countries, mm-hmm. even the other ones. Like if a Russian kid came over, they're taking them in. It don't matter where you're from. Not testing for COVID, but they're gonna shit on their own citizens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I've read this uh, somewhere today. I, fuck, I wish I remember where, where I read it. But mm-hmm. the survival rate from from all together, the survival rate of COVID-19 is like well over 90%. Let that oh, yeah. sink in. Well over 90% survival rate. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was like 96. If, But I'm just going to say over 90. Cause I thought it was 99. Kind of. Is it is it like ninety nine point six or something? I think it was at least ninety six from the one I read. Ninety nine, yeah. Dude, you know how not dangerous that sounds. It's super dangerous. 
for the spread for the spread <laughs> not the virus itself but how it spreads it's a it's but it's like how uh someone put it like uh it's you know in, in the beginning stages we weren't sure because it's brand new mm-hmm. i was on board with all of it like i was i was one of the guys talking shit about people not wearing masks yeah we I'm were like, <laughs> yeah because we're trying to by the way we didn't get masks for the longest time through our employer meanwhile record sales coming through record number of people coming in the store jam-packed mm-hmm. like and we don't have masks until may all right like yeah anyways uh what was the same <laughs> <laughs> no it's just uh it's an overreaction yeah. at this point and we have the ability to not fucking overreact anymore. Like this idea that you're not allowed to see a loved one if they're dying from the COVID. Like, but the nurses going in and out of there, how's that any different from someone else going in and out of there with what the same gear? Like, give them the gear, let them see their damn family. Who the hell are you? It, uh... There's a lot of stories out there like that, and they're not reporting it. Like, I don't see it, like, being blown up on the media anywhere. Maybe it has in the past, but, dude, I don't follow news. It's so (laughs) depressing. It is. It's just, it fills me with anxiety. I decided years ago, never again paying attention to the news. Only things I'm actually interested in. (laughs) Before going back, but did you see that, I was telling you earlier, like, the vaccines are getting, you know, switched up. Oh where yeah. you get the first dose of a That's Pfizer and then the second dose is from you know another company. And what's the possible side effects of that? You know what they were saying? Oh, or what? what they are saying? What? Uh that having two separate companies, you know, the doses oh, increases hybrid increases your chances of not getting the oh. new strands of COVID. So it's a good thing wow. that they screwed up. According to them, yeah, they can easily just say that to cover your ass. But here's the thing: <laughs> I was reading the side effects of the vaccines are like, uh, you know, you get fevers, you get the chills, mm-hmm. and there has been reported almost two thousand deaths because of the vaccine. Oh, due to the vaccine. Due to the vaccine. Wow, that's funny. That's not, I don't see that being blown up anywhere. Well, I'm blowing it up. Okay, I want to be the first one. <laughs> Do it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The podcast might be taken down, but nah. it was like one thousand five hundred last time I saw. But that's like a side effect. It was at the very bottom too. They try to hide oh, it, dude. You'd be <laughs> amazed. These companies will—they're—they're they're not on team your family, mm-hmm. okay? They're—they're they're on team profit, but and whatever it takes to protect that. That's a cool. But going back to the the kids, they're being put, you know, in Dallas, mm-hmm. three thousand together. You know, and if one of them has, you know, the virus that they're so, you know, but God, for, on. yeah, God forbid 12 Americans go to their neighbor's house and have a little cookout. Mm-hmm. You pieces of shit. <laughs> Get the fuck back in your cages. I mean, your homes and you wear your mask while you're in home too. Yeah. fuck it. <laughs> Meanwhile, some of us elected officials will completely ignore all of it right. and do whatever the fuck we want. Because we know we can get away with it because Americans just accept shitty apologies mm-hmm. one after the next. That's so weird. And now they're getting it's hotel bizarre rooms. bizarre event, dude. Huh? They're getting hotel rooms, too. No, 3,000 kids, children, young adults. Where? Where's, where's this at? 
Dallas. Dallas? Somewhere oh. in Dallas. Well, that's where they were in the convention yeah. center. Oh, my God. Remember? So it's 80... They're spending $88 million or $86 million on hotels wow. for the kids. That's <sighs> weird, huh? Meanwhile, there's plenty of starving families and within that's, the country. That's what I saw. No, there was uh, one that were like, oh, you give $88 million towards these illegal, you know, immigrants, but you can't give any to your veterans that are, you know, dying. And then no, one guy they, was like, uh, now you care about the veterans? Like towards, I don't know, the people that we're talking about before when you were trying to vote, you know, give money to the veterans. You were like, nah, we don't want to give them anything. Well, who was saying this? Uh, I think he said conservatives, but I don't know what conservatives he was talking about. I was like, okay, cool beans. Like just bring the, the other party, like, Let's just go over the head of what's going on here. Just point the finger at another party. But I was like, you're spending this much money. And yet us, the American people, or you, because I'm still DACA, you, the American people, cannot get a 14. They, they cry about a $600 check to give to the people. Government's like, oh, 88 million over oh. there. Cool. What are the the false promise of the 2000 stimulus check that Biden was going to do immediately after the Democrats win in the two seats in Georgia or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And then like, dude, there's countless, countless videos of those two that run one in Georgia and Biden saying if they win immediately the next, like literally the next week, $2,000 checks. Yeah. Here we are several months later, $1,400 checks. We're the only country, again, the only country, the richest country in the world has paid their citizens the least amount of money through this fucking pandemic. And it's fucking sad. It is. It's sad. It really shows you the state of this country. Like, it's, that's not good, man. It's so weird to know how we printed so much money. Like, uh, and then we didn't get any, not any, but not majority of it. Yeah. Japan. If you were told to shut down your salon or whatever, the Japanese government paid 100% of your fucking salary. Yeah. Uh, Australia. The woman in Australia made $45,000 just on pandemic payments from her government. Okay? Let that sink in. Yeah. She got to live off of it. Meanwhile, again, we're just treated like we're fucking pieces of shit, retarded children. Which is and no help. Part. You're not. Oh, you can't make money. Too bad. There's a lockdown. Have some. Uh, have some consideration of the virus thing going on. And it's like, okay, now obviously this is being used as a disguise mm-hmm. for oppression. Great, cool. <laughs> but that's. Uh, we talked about it a lot with the COVID mm-hmm. thing, but yeah. there's nothing we can do now. It's kind of pointless. Yeah. It's too late now. You feel it? You feel like it's too late? We gotta... You feel like you can't make a change, Juan? Me, myself, and I? No. Oh. Not even... Bro, we'll get, you know, shut down real quick. Yeah. Like, a little... If it doesn't go towards their agenda, we will be on the bad side. Whatever side that would be. We'll be on the bad receiving end. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll be the common enemy for the politicians. Yeah. But yeah, that's crazy. What are your thoughts though on Biden? 
taking in was it three thousand kids? I kind of said it as you were talking about it. Oh. Like it's just ridiculous that you're willing to do that. And, and by the way, you're obviously you're not a believer in anything you say about the COVID nineteen pandemic situation. Yeah. If you're doing that, well, taking consideration too that the administration does not think this is a bad was is and was a bad idea to begin with like they think it's still a good idea to take them in mm-hmm. they won't accept responsibility or they won't accept failure in their part they won't accept the hypocrisy they they like that's why i keep trying to point out is they they fucking constantly tell us that, you know you fucking listen to me shitheads and then turn around and do the opposite for themselves or whatever agenda they got going in this case with these uh children like what like this is ridiculous <laughs> like this is not to my mind this is not how a free society operates i was listening though that uh ooh, there was a uh, some people went to a trump rally obviously and they were like do you yeah, like so. uh illegal <laughs> Illegal immigrants coming over, they're like, no, they should do it the legal way, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, is it okay if we start giving out visas to, you know, individual individuals to come over? They're like, no, we don't want immigrants to be running our country. And the guy's like, so what the hell do you want? <laughs> like, the- it was like an interviewer. Oh. It was like, you don't want illegals here because <laughs> they don't come here legally. But if they come mm-hmm. here legally, you still don't want them. They're like, yeah. well, what's going on here? <laughs> like, make up your mind. <laughs> but a lot of people, like, mistake, like majority of you know the u.s was built on immigrants if that makes sense i mean obviously we all the are. white folk were immigrants by the way if you, if <laughs> by the way every single human being is an immigrant to all parts of the fucking earth unless you're native at some point no even the natives they weren't always there how do you know they eventually <laughs> traveled there if it's true that we all came from africa but it's not. So no one's Adam and Eve. That's where we came from. Oh, okay. Oh, between Moving the on. Tigers and Euphrates. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're all immigrants at one point. Yeah. Except for African people. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> since Would they were you? there since the beginning. <laughs> oh yeah. But since they didn't, they never left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What the U.S. had before was they knew to ah, what's it called to bring in talent to the country. Oh and yeah, grow it. Yeah, wasn't that Trump's thing? Didn't Trump talk about that? I think so. But um, I'm anyways, talking about like yeah, go when Einstein would come over, or you know, all these great minds would come over to the U.S. and then start working together. Well, the situation with Einstein that was like a hurry up and get him away from Nazi. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, tyranny. You have him, you have Stephen we got Hawking, there. you have, you know, all these great minds would, would come over to the U.S. because they were allowed to, you know, do their expand work. their work. And that's what built, you know, America because we were the the Take, land of the free. But the talent from all over the world mm-hmm. came together in America is what you're saying. Yeah. And it's and basically the history of it. Yeah. And in, in many ways, you got, obviously you get, you know. You have the slavery part where you got, you know, mm-hmm. immigrants and then there was free labor for you. And hence that grew the 
you know the country up as well so when they say oh america wasn't built on immigrants kind of wrong there it was built on immigrants maybe it wasn't you know it could have happened without them but what made it so great was that everybody could come together and grow and that's what people don't completely understand but the crazy part of that like yeah it took a lot of different groups of people around the Mm -hmm. world came together and built built up america to what it is today like the railroad tracks you know you had the chinese laborers and uh and so forth and you know there's certain projects throughout certain parts of the history of america which they're not pleasant stories to be heard oh no (laughs) life was just fucking rough man like and you had like tycoons and monopolies and they didn't give a fuck about paying people correctly and you know long you know this is crazy shit man that's just how it was but to the idea to look back at history and punish people today oh no 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 what it's a different time different era okay so you can't sit there and talk about progress and moving forward and and I don't want to hear your word unity out of your mouth if you're all about punishing you know like the the typical thing now is well white people did a lot of shit the last 100 years or whatever so right now we should just treat them all like shit like what oh okay uh, I get first of all I was born in 87 I grew up playing the first PlayStation had to get a job like anybody else. I, I, everything I have, I fucking s- sweat and bleed for hours for some kind of money for it. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't. The, the lot, the lot. There's no logic in anything today. Like victimhood. Yeah, that's victimhood. Brought to you by victimhood. <laughs> by pe- you know, people who. I'm sorry, you didn't go through some of the shit you're bringing up. Yeah. How on earth are you this fucking mad now? Like, it's weird. It is weird. Like, the people that actually go through, like, the racist, you know, things, they don't feel victimized. They're more humble. Yeah, like, me, like, I've been, you know, subject to, like, hey, go back to your country, X, Y, Z. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, all right, cool beans. And I just walk away. Like, (laughs) what what turns me to start getting mad and be like, oh, look at what this dude did and be mad all my... The rest and of my make life. that a point in your life. Yeah, like, like, no, like go around ruining everybody else's evening talking about this mm-hmm. idiot. Pe- there, there's people like that outside. Yeah, and then they get on social media hoping there's some like millions of followers ready to start a GoFundMe page. See, they heard a sound wave that hit their ear that was offensive, and so we're gonna send them tens of thousands of dollars. You know what? That's a good idea, James. You want to start a GoFundMe? Page? Heck yeah! You'd be racist to me, and we should raise money. Wear a mask, nah, though. Wear a mask. Nah, <laughs> nah, you lost me at the... I could be racist towards you. <laughs> no, but there there are people like that. It's all over the social media, obviously. But not, those people are not, you know, being victimized in their lives. Because they experience it mm-hmm. almost every day. <laughs> and what's weird is in certain cases, you see the victim being treated like the villain. Like Gad Syed. But mm-hmm. even more severe cases where you have little victims of a crime, like just being written off, yeah, because the court system runs off of money, yeah, 
That's how it's always been. Yeah. My question was like, uh, you remember back when, you know, the slaves were around, like obviously they didn't pay them for their labor. But then you get to the industrial age mm. and kids were working alongside, you know, adults. And the companies wanted kids because they could pay less for more work compared to the more adults. Hands, you yeah. had to pay more because they're older, more experienced. Well, plus they got bills to pay. Like yeah. A life to actually live. But the kids, you know, the U.S. didn't care about if you were a grown adult. They wanted kids more than adults because you could pay less. Or you're talking work. about these tycoons and monopolies mm-hmm. back then, not like the government itself, right? No. Okay. But then the gov- obviously a lot of kids were dying, so you know you had to pay. And obviously, got ignored funeral. for a long time. And then you you get to where we are now. Oh, uh, what's the famous book called? The Jungle. Is it? I think so. Where it uh, what it came out in like the early 1900s, mm-hmm. where the guy found like in a meat packing plant that some guy fell in the meat grinder, this giant meat grinder, uh-huh. and they still packaged it up and sent it out. Yeah. Like, that's how awful things were. This was... Ba- we we come a long way, like... Little kids, like... I'm talking, like, yeah, six-year-old. Basically, kid slavery, yeah. Child slavery. And you're over here complaining. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I think, like, why become a victim? Like, these people had it hard. This is what... It was, you know... Some people, like you said, these some of these kids are just being raised that way, and it's sad, man. Like they're they're gonna have a shit filled life ahead of them. Their mm-hmm. adult life is gonna be a disaster. They're not gonna operate in relationships correctly. Uh, the jo- jobs, like everything, it's just it's gonna be one giant shit show. I wonder their you know way of thinking within the next twenty years. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be when we're like fifty years old. I think. My prediction would be, uh, you want to go ahead and wrap this up soon? Yeah. Wait. Uh, Finish your point, James. Uh, I think history and time will judge this moment in America very harshly. Like the people who are we're talking about, like this woke culture, mm-hmm. this cancel culture. You are, you, I guarantee you, you are not going down in history books in a good light. Like a hundred years from now, they'll look back at this. And by the way, it will fucking happen. It hundred years will come by. We're not living forever. And they will look back on this moment and go, wow, wasn't that crazy? This country almost went like full blown, like dictatorship and under the guise of not hurting feelings and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. or they might be a hundred years from now. Hey, this is when America stopped being a democracy in the 2020s. So you do think it, we're going to grow out of this stage? We either do, or if we don't, uh, say goodbye to free society, in my opinion. <laughs> I guess it's like, what's that saying? Like, what's that saying? Like, I'm sure you know it. Where, like, if if something to deal with, if you're, uh, be careful to not to become your enemy. Something like that, like you, you hate your enemy so much, you're willing to destroy him, you end up becoming okay, okay. like your enemy. Something like that. I'm really butchering the if quote. If you can't beat him, join him. No. That one. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. No, that's a good guess, but uh, something along those lines, like don't yeah. be careful not to become what you hate. Oh, okay. Basically is what it's saying, but... I, 
I don't know, man. This is a very pivotal moment for United States, not just for United States, but like the world. Like what happens here affects the rest of the world economically, foreign policy wise. Our military protects countries that don't even bother having their own military. Okay, like there's a whole system, world system here. Yeah, what happens here fucking matters big time to certain countries, obviously to the world. It's because the economy, we're number one, no, the, our dollar okay. and all that. Yeah, but for Russia and China, they're like, ooh, this is an opportunity. Oh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. In yeah. that aspect. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. We'll be dead by then. Yeah. <laughs> our, I hope our, so. <laughs> our children, if we end up having any. Right. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> like, shit. Right. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, I couldn't, couldn't change it to a better path. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl has warriors because we will train you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For anyone who's listening to this in the distant future, just know some of us, some of us believed in a better path, <laughs> a path where everyone could come together and share their ideas. We're gonna be philosophers, and everybody's hack, gonna quote us, and hack it out, and then actually apply something together, like. What'd you say? They're going to quote us in the future. Oh, these oh, yeah. two, they were yeah, philosophers so, yeah. of their time. <laughs> yeah, the world is us. somehow in a restart stage. Yeah, they yeah. just find our SD card with all the recordings. What is this uh, Juan Tega? Mexican. What's or, a Mexican in a what's Texan? Ortega? Like, <laughs> like the Spanish names are not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, they spoke everybody, a bunch of truth. Yeah, everybody goes by like, like very basic sound for names. Yeah. <laughs> They could be like, who's Joe Rogan that they speak of? Hey, what is, this is weird. They actually had like these enunciated names like, instead of like ours being deep. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. Want to well, wrap it up? Yeah. You talking about using a condom or? I guess. And in the podcast. Always wrap it up. Especially me because my. Especially you? What? Yeah. My sperm is, you know, oh. hardcore. <laughs> All these Mexicans having six kids. I, I don't want that. That shit is stout. Yeah, it's, so. it's a given every time I shoot. <laughs> you probably have some just sitting on the tip, just yeah. hanging out, waiting. waiting. Oh, oh, we don't have to be in there. We'll just jump from here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. But, I don't know. I guess I'll end it saying that. Uh, Try Goodbye. to sp- no, try to sp- yeah. I should just say that. Uh, try to spread love and be open minded. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a scary time. I'm starting to realize it more and more in the last few days. But <laughs> it, it really is. If you really think about the long term and short term consequences, we'll give it a year. Let's see what we talk about in a year. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Sorry All right. Ah, folks, we'll see you on the next one. Adios. Bye.